0: ABP
1: Alive,
2: Academic Bridge Program's weekly podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 17 of the ABP Alive weekly podcast here at the Academic Bridge Program in Doha, Qatar. My name is Kevin Phipps, the ABP librarian and the host of ABP Alive. Uh, This week, uh, students, we are starting classes at the LAS building in-person classes from now until further notice. Make sure that you come to the ABP, LAS building, Cutter Foundation campus for all of your classes. Now, before you come to the building, every Saturday you have to do a home rapid antigen test and the test has to be negative for you to be able to attend your classes in person at the LAS building. If you test positive, then your classes will be asynchronous. That means uh, you'll have to take your classes online from home until you can uh, get a negative home rapid antigen test. Okay, if you have any questions about that, see Dr. Mark and he will uh, let you know what is going on. Okay, so in person classes begin Sunday, January 30th. There will be no LRC tutoring or no tutoring in the faculty offices students. Uh, if you want to speak with one of your teachers, you'll have to make an appointment with them to do online tutoring. Okay, no tutoring in offices or in LRC. You may use the LRC, that's fine, and you can use the library at any time as well, but there will be no tutoring in LRC at this time until further notice, okay? As the host of the podcast, we are always looking for more student involvement in our podcast. So students, if you want to be part of this podcast, we encourage your involvement, okay? There are many ways for you to become involved in this podcast. If you are interested in doing technical work for the podcast, editing, music, bumps, sweepers, whatever you want to do for the podcast in a technical sense, then please see me, Mr. Kevin, or see Mr. Maja in the math department. Uh, we'll both be happy to help you with that. If you are interested in recording yourself on audio and being, having your own segment on the show, we encourage that, and we are looking for volunteers for that. There's so many things that you can do. It can be your choice of what you want to do. If you want to do a weekly episode or segment, you may do that. If you want to just do a one-time segment and never do it again, you can do that. That's fine. Uh, We are happy to have as many students participate as possible. You can do interviews students in the hallway asking them random questions of what they think about the upcoming FIFA World Cup or what they thought about a movie or what they think about Starbucks here in the building. What's your favorite uh, Starbucks drink? Things of that nature. It doesn't have to be anything serious. It doesn't have to be uh, the ABP necessarily, uh, but anything that students are interested in speaking about and talking about, we would love to have you participate with our podcast. There's many ways to record yourself. If you want to do a Google Meet recording, you can do that and then email it to Mr. Kevin. If you want to record something on your phone, you can do that and then email it to me you wanna record something on your computer at home, your iPad, your laptop, uh, any way that you can record your voice is fine. All you have to do is send that file to me through email and I will get you on the podcast, okay? So many ways to get involved. We want students to get involved. I know everyone is busy with their uh, college applications and your reference letters and your personal statements and all that. But uh, if you want to and are happy to do so, we would love to have you participate in this podcast. Okay. We have a wonderful show for you today, everyone. One of our great faculty members uh, and Miss Jacqueline, our college counselor, will not be on the show again this week. But she does remind you to keep working on your college applications, getting those letters of recommendations from your instructors and your teachers, working on your personal statements. Do not procrastinate. Now is the busiest time of the year. Make sure that you sign up for an IELTS exam course, students. Everyone needs to take an IELTS. We encourage you to take one, and more than one actually, uh, to improve your score. The higher score that you get, the better. 6.0 is not necessarily the best. It's a good score, of course, but you, uh, most colleges and universities would like you to have a higher score. So. Uh, there are many resources that we have available here in the library. We have books that you can use to help study and improve your IELTS score. We have uh, many resources on the ABP library webpage, and I sent out a video uh, to all of you about that. You can just Google the term IELTS preparation or IELTS practice, and you'll find many websites online that can help you with your IELTS. So. Uh, There should be no reason for anyone to score lowly in the aisles. We also have many books here in the library. Students, uh, reading books is probably the number one way for you to improve your language. Reading, writing, listening, speaking, okay? We have many graded readers that you can read. They're short, easy, quick books for you to read. They won't take you more than a day or two to finish. And uh, you can also take a quiz on them to make sure that you understand uh, the meanings and that sort of thing from the books, okay? A very good way for you to improve your English speaking, reading, listening, writing, okay? And to improve your IELTS score as well. Reading books is the number one way to improve. All right, so here we are. We have our first guest with us, and enjoy our uh, conversation.
1: This
2: is ABB Alive. Hello, you're here again with another guest. Uh, Please introduce yourself, tell us what your name is and what you do here at the ABP.
1: Hello, my name is Adina Smith and I am a mathematics teacher at the ABP.
2: And how long have you been here with the ABP?
1: This is my seventh year teaching.
2: Seven years, wow, that's a good little run. Yeah, it has been. uh, How did you uh, make your way here to the ABP? What was your uh, path to to arrive here at the ABP?
1: I was teaching in the States, in the U.S., and I had already caught the bug to move overseas because I went to high school in Germany, and I knew I didn't want to stay in the States, and I wanted my kids to have an international life. So I looked up places to go, and I saw the UAE and applied there and I went to Abu Dhabi and moved my family there and taught in 2014. I only taught one year for uh, the Abu Dhabi government for a secondary school for girls, a science and math school. It wasn't the best fit. It was very, a lot of challenges and then I enjoyed Abu Dhabi and all that but i had heard about Qatar so I went ahead and when I got a call from Dr. Mark about it I thought, wow, I'll look into that. Sounds interesting. And then he kind of sold it to me. I came to visit and knew that this was where I wanted to be. And that's how I got here.
2: Oh, okay. So United States to the UAE to Qatar. Yes. That's yes. nice. Good. And you've been teaching math this whole time?
1: Yes. Always math since uh, like 2002, I guess.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, very good math. Are, uh, there's a high demand for math teachers, so that's I why I went it. into it. <laughs> 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 Something I cannot teach. Uh, I can do. I can do addition, subtraction.
1: You'd be surprised. Autism, I was. Division. You know, I was never any any. I was not very successful in math in high school. I dropped out in college. I absolutely was terrified of it, and I just had uh, after dropping out of college algebra probably five times four or five times i just i couldn't make it to the first exam so i withdrew and uh so i could get my money back um <laughs> but i had to take it for a liberal arts degree and so i finally i went in for my last time and i just had a teacher that actually faced us uh, did not face the board um i could understand what he was saying he made it interesting and i'm like i went from being a graphic design major and a, a child development major to, um double major to a. Uh, to tutoring calculus, it just clicked, and I had never wow. enjoyed math. But I was just like, "What is a path that will get me overseas, which was my goal, and would be very marketable and easy to get a job? I wouldn't have to compete because I don't really like competing." So oh, I was right, like, really? "Ooh, math! Nobody likes that." So yeah, I like, and uh, yeah, and then I got I got a master's, and that's how I was able to get this job, which was a very smart choice. So yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah, thank goodness for my master's in library science; otherwise, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I did about. Uh, I think I got to algebra two in high school, and that was the end for me. Uh, but my algebra two teacher was very good, so maybe it depends on your teacher, I guess, as well.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it wasn't until that one teacher, so he changed my life. And if I could only remember his name, I would like to find him on LinkedIn or my or Facebook or whatever and thank him.
3: But.
2: He's not at your university still.
1: Have you I don't know, you're just a TA and that was
2: forever ago, so. Oh, okay. a, ago. <laughs> a couple years ago, maybe. <laughs> yeah,
1: a little bit, just a couple.
2: Alright, so that's a great story. Uh, well, we know you're more than just a uh, math teacher. Uh, what are some things you like to do when you're not here at the ABP? Some uh, interests or hobbies you may have?
1: Well, um, we have a rescue pit bull and bones that he breaks by being clumsy and different things take up a lot of my time, actually, and money. Yes. Now he's got a dislocated knee, so that's fun. My twin 17-year-olds take up a whole lot of time. They're not exactly, um, they're not, it's not like I have to, you know, change diapers and all that stuff. But they're non-stop coming in to want to go somewhere or do something or money or just talking.
2: Yes. Uh, (laughs) And two of them, twins. (laughs)
1: Yes, and uh, they're both graduating this year. And so they take, uh, there's a lot to discuss, you know, them going to university and a lot of big changes coming up. I am, um, as you know, moving this summer. So that's, that's taking up a lot of my time is like having to schedule things online. I have to help my mother with her visa process, moving to Thailand with me. And um, it's, it's been very challenging and time consuming. I'm online most of the time that I'm off work and while I'm on work. So, yeah, a lot of online research.
2: Yeah, Yeah. so this this is your last year here at the ABP, is that correct?
1: It is, I actually thought I would never leave. I thought I would be here until I aged out um, because I couldn't, there's no place I could teach after the ABP that would satisfy me because everything would be compared to it. And this is the best place I've ever taught. So um, Um, I wasn't gonna leave, but um, I got married.
2: congratulations.
1: Thank you, and um, yeah, it has not been long, but we are going to uh, to be moving because he's retirement age and ten years older than me, and so we'll be moving um, this summer because he was ready to retire anyway. And he was going to we were going to move after the World Cup, but my mother decided that she wanted to buy the house next door to me in Thailand, and um, we moved her there in December. And I did not want her there on her own. Um, mm-hmm. So I am going to, uh, to be moving this summer. And it didn't take much convincing once Martin saw, uh, my husband saw that the house and all that. He's like, oh yes, I could do that. So we're gonna go ahead and move early. And um, I'll be trying to go actually next month over spring break because I have to move my dog. And um, for various reasons, he wasn't able to be moved in December for December break. And this will be my last chance before it gets too hot to get him out of the country. So I've got to fly him over there and leave him with my mom. So that's also something else trying to get him out of the country and into another country is challenging.
2: Wow okay so, so you got your hands full with your your yeah. move and
1: yeah. children
2: and the dog the dog is just breaking his bones, not everybody else's.
1: I don't know what it, he is so cl- he's also very very well fed we'll say He's exceedingly heavy he's um, probably like 33 kilos or something. he's very very heavy. Wow. Um, and he also, he's uh, because he was abused um, before we rescued him, he's very scared of, of everything. If a loud noise, or if people, or if someone something moves in his peripheral vision, he gets startled very easily. So he'll like look back at something and run into a wall, or he'll slip down the stairs because he gets too excited about going outside and we're upstairs. So it's like, and every, you know, I don't know, everything seems to be coated in cement or marble and so he's always hitting a hard surface so we have put pins in his legs and i don't oh, know i just okay. grew, i thought a little oh i can afford a little dog they're more expensive than kids <laughs>
2: Yeah, i think so every time i think about getting a dog i'm just like eh, maybe i'll go visit yes. my friend <laughs>
1: He's limping. Maybe he's sprained it, and they're like, oh, well, he's got a genetic issue and all, and both of his knees. So I'm going to have to have surgery on both of his knees. I'm like, geez, Louise, again?
2: Oh my God. So gosh.
1: anyway, but he's happy. He gets to get hand fed and sit around and heal up. So he seems he's okay. A
2: very uh, very well loved dog. So that's very uh, good. Yeah, yes. Well, I know since you got so much going on, you probably don't have much time for reading, but as the uh, librarian, I always like to ask my guests, um, What are some of their favorite books they've read, or some of their favorite authors, or what they're reading now?
1: Well, I got in trouble when I was in um, middle school. I think I was in seventh or eighth grade. I can't remember which one. I got in big trouble um, at home. Actually, it was at school. So then um, my mother, she came to get me at school and says, for my brief time off of school, you're not gonna sit around and think you're gonna take a vacation. She's like, you're gonna be reading. So she took me to um, Barnes and Noble or some bookstore and she asked them for the biggest book that was age appropriate. And they pulled out Gone with the Wind, which the size oh. of the book it was 1,049 pages. And she goes, here you go, and gave it to me and pushed me in my room. And the next morning, I woke up. I mean, I went in to see her and she's like, good morning. And I said, mom, I want to tell you, I finished the book. I said, I couldn't <laughs> sleep. It was the best thing I've ever read. And she was so irritated with me because I stayed up all night and it was supposed to be a punishment. And all I was was like on top of the world. I'm like, I freaking love this. It started a new genre for me. I read that book until the covers came off. I had to buy a new copy in high school. Covers came off. Then I finally got my heart back when I was in a I was, at, I was after college. I got a hardcover. And then I read uh, Rhett and, and all that. The other ones, the sequel, Scarlet. But Gone oh, with right. the Wind remains my all-time favorite book still. Wow. Yeah.
2: So you and your it's mother's... not a punishment.
1: It is a joy.
2: Yes. <laughs> your mother's uh, <laughs> uh, act of trying to punish she you. She had her hands full. From, uh... She was
1: doing anything she could to try <laughs> to deal with
2: me. Did, did she but, get you war yeah. and peace next or something or no? <laughs>
1: Yeah, she gave up on the whole literature thing cuz once I start a book I really I'm, I'm into it and I can't do anything else. I Used to walk around and just, you know, I couldn't t- put it down at restaurants and whatever. A lot of kids are like that, I know, but it's it's unfortunate. My little my twins used to be better with that uh, when they were younger, but now it's phones and yeah. you know, it, it's it's different. But um yeah, but I sure. would say definitely say that one.
2: All right, well, uh, before you leave the ABP here this summer, do you have any uh, good words of wisdom for our students?
1: Gosh, I guess probably the same ones I tell my kids. I guess don't procrastinate is the biggest one that I've had to learn. Don't put things off because it starts to become too big to deal with and you don't know where to start. If you do little things as they come up, you take care of it. And then another one that I have found for myself is to like, I've never been satisfied with where I, where I am. I've not, in that I'm not happy, but I hope you just, people find a goal, something to kind of work towards. And, you know, as you put things behind you, your resumes build up, your experiences build up, how impressive you are, just as a human being builds up. And, um, you know, it's nice to look back and see all of your accomplishments because you kept looking for the next thing to do, the next degree to get or the next place to move or the, the next step up in your job that you can work for or something like that. So uh, or the next new adventure in another country. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, think just if you're if you think that there's an opportunity to do something else interesting or to add to your repertoire, do it. Don't wait. Yes.
2: Don't wait around like I did for 10 <laughs> years. But <laughs>
1: like god i
2: could have been doing so much and yeah, yeah i agree yeah well very good thank you so much for uh spending a few moments with us to share your story and um good luck to you in thailand and uh, all of your future adventures thank you very much it was good to
1: see you kevin all uh, right be safe bye bye who could that be
3: Hello from Mr. Maja. welcome to Who Could That Be? Last week I told you a story about a member of faculty or staff who was surrounded and stopped by the police only to be presented flowers and even a cash reward. So let's find out who could that be?
0: Hello, this is Miss Susie. I am last week's mystery guest, also known as the Road Star. In the early 2000s, I was living in Dubai, and I still remember the afternoon when this story took place. I was driving home from school, I was at a roundabout, and I had that split-second decision where I could decide to be a bit aggressive and go, or I could be patient and wait for the other car. It was just like so close, either way I went, what should I do? And so I decided to wait. The other car passed through, then I pulled into the roundabout and carried on to the main street. And that's when the police came out of virtually nowhere to surround my car and wave to me and pull me off of the road. Now, my logical side of my brain knew I hadn't done anything wrong, but my illogical side of my brain was panicking and I just didn't know what was happening. And what it was, was there was a month-long initiative by the Dubai police to award safe drivers as monetary Prize as well as the recognition through the media about all these safe drivers that were in the country, hopefully to inspire other people to drive safely. And so it was a uh, memorable experience, no doubt, for a number of reasons, but ultimately to this day I have to laugh that I was pulled over for being a safe and cautious driver.
3: Thank you, Miss Susie, for this really interesting story. This week's member of faculty or staff that I'd like you to identify had various types of employments. This person obviously works in education, but the same person used to work in a hospital. They also worked for the government. But the most interesting part on their CV for me is that they worked as a disc jockey at a radio station. Now, who could that be?
2: You're listening to ABP Alive. Okay, this is another episode of the ABP Alive Weekly Podcast. I want to thank our guests today for their participation. Uh, Miss Adina in our math department for her wonderful story. And we wish her good luck in the future when she uh, travels on to Thailand and her further adventures. I also want to thank Mr. Maja for his participation in the podcast and his question of the week of who could this be. I always enjoy hearing about faculty and the interesting stories that they have and also want to thank Mr. Maja for his work this every week on uh, putting together the podcast for us he's the be- behind-the-scenes guy and he edits all of our podcasts together and adds the good music and mixes it all together and makes me sound good so thank you again to Mr. Maja in our math department students reminder that uh, again we have classes all this week of course, every week, but this we're back in the building, the LAS building, uh, until further notice. Make sure you get your test every Saturday and the test negative for you to show up. No LRC tutoring. Miss Jacqueline asks you to get your college counseling, I mean, college applications in, uh, and get on top of that. If you need any assistance, see Miss Jacqueline or Mr. Mark or me, or any of your faculty members can try to help you best you can speak to your advisor. Uh, We're all here to help you in every way possible. Okay, students? As a librarian, everyone, I encourage you to read 10 pages of a good book every day. Set that as your goal every day. Say, today I'm gonna read 10 pages of a good book. And if you don't do it today, that's okay. We get busy and sometimes we just don't have time to read. I understand. However, tomorrow when you wake up, set that goal again. Today, I'm going to read 10 pages of a good book. And just try to do that. Even if you only read two pages or five pages, there's so many opportunities to read. When you are in the car, you could be reading a book. Take your book with you everywhere. The best place for me to actually read a book is at the doctor's office, believe it or not. I always take a book when I go to the doctor's office. because when I'm waiting, I always have lots of time to read. Or anytime you go to any uh, other office or appointments that you may have, especially government offices. I know when I was in the United States, if I went to government office, I was guaranteed 15 minutes to read because the uh, process was so always oh, so slow. All right? So anywhere you go, take a book with you. You're going to always have time to read. So if you think about it, Anytime you're looking at your phone and just scrolling through your phone on uh, your applications, whatever they may be, that is a good time to be reading a book instead of just scrolling through your phone. Think how much further along you'll be in life if you take that time of scrolling through your phone and doing nothing when you can be reading, improving your mind, improving your knowledge, improving your skills. So 10 pages of a good book everyday students. All right, I'm Mr. Kevin, your host of the Academic Bridge Program's ABP Alive weekly podcast. This has been episode number 17, and you know, students, we'll see you in the library.
0: This was ABP Alive. Goodbye.